Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Yeah, we used to do a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Wearing the boxers, the, the basketball shorts, and the jeans. It's like, All day, come right. on. Why, why, why do I have basketball shots under my jeans. I don't know, but That's I tell you, it, I'm pretty sure it fucked with a lot of women's head because if you grab your dick, it's going to look like your shit thick with all of that garment. Right. That and then you ain't, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't physically going to have none of that girth. That's when false you take, advertising. That's false that advertising. Ain't false no need to guess. No need to grab yourself. There's no need to grab yourself. Don't cats still do that with the, with the, with the sweatpants? turned that shit on like I forgot I think uh well I'm on title now mm-hmm. so Arteezy finally got me to get on title yeah. with all the black shit going yeah, yeah. on might as well go over to so I finally went over there and the first thing I saw was John Legend and I clicked on John Legend's thing and I, I was kind of skeptical because I wasn't a fan of Revolver mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. a fan of the other song like the other album he had um, after Revolver but this one yeah mm-hmm. bro the whole album oh, wow. feels like I have to listen to it like yet. yeah, it's like retro John Legend, bro. Nice. That's what's That's up. good soul music, right? That there. is. I love that. So and they're th- talking about sex. So. Exactly. So this is episode mm-hmm. two eighty three, and we wow. have three fourth. Uh, well, we got all four of us somewhere <laughs> trying to get us all together. We're always together, but we have all three of us here today. Three of the four from the podcast today. We got Miss Casey Polite. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming out. Absolutely. Got Black Ghost. Yay. <laughs> he over <here. laughs> Look at It's hot outside, man. My I, body hasn't adjusted yet. It's I got to work in here though. No, 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 but you know, your body heat. I'm the same this, way. This beauty. Yeah. It's all this it's a lot. By the time that I come cool down, it'll be time to go. <laughs> like it always happens that way. Uh-huh. So, I'm glad you guys are here today. We wanted to come in and do another bonus episode. We wanted to do one where we finally have Casey in the building. It's been hard. I know you work during the week. You know what I'm saying? You got the 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 full day. I mean, at least you work for yourself. Right. That's Very a true. good thing. Very That's true. the benefit well, of it. I work for the man and myself, though. Well. But it's all good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the man funds my dream. That's exactly the smart way to do hey. it. Exactly. Man. So we've had we've gotten a lot of feedback from both of you guys for about both of you guys since you've joined the podcast. Casey, a lot of people love your perspective on sex and therapy. Hey. Uh, they like the look. They like the 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 energy that you give on the lives and everything. Frank, mm-hmm. they already know you, so it's kind of like big brother, little brother with me and you, and then it's just kind of <laughs> bringing it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've even like I like we've said before, me and you had already talked about this for like a year coming. Right. It was just about how was it going to come about. It was almost like you were playing for another basketball team, waiting for your contract <laughs> to run out. Right. So you could oh, you became a free agent. I was being patient. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Patient. He was doing the Anthony Davis card. So Ooh. 
Yeah, I know. You got that Baptist hat too. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like I'm trying not to wipe. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I used to do that. Like, like wipe real hard. And I was yeah. like, why are niggas so rough? <laughs> and I think Artiz was one of those people. She was like, why don't you just blot it? Uh-huh. Like yeah, just you like make it. blot your face. She was like, yeah. you know, like you you're wiping your, your whole shit off. <laughs> I've always been rough like that, man. I've been trying to learn, learn how to go there and do better. about that. So Father's Day is coming up. Also, uh, is that tomorrow? Yes, it's tomorrow. You are a father. I am. Uh, I got two beautiful kids. Boy, they you? love me too. How is it? What is it like? Like getting to that point? Like Father's Day is coming up. You hear a lot about Mother's Day. Everybody like mothers. Yeah. I mean, women and men celebrate mothers, but it's, on Father's Day, it only kind of seemed like the niggas is right. sharing on other niggas. I Not know, really man. a lot of people that's showing y'all a lot of love. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm not really a big holiday person anyway. Yeah. And, you know, the beauty of it is that, like, I've kind of structured my household to where we don't we don't we don't act different on the holidays. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my daughter has since really since this whole covid shit happened and everybody's been been at home. My daughter's really been gotten into her cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy enough. She's, mm, nine, she's nine in a cooking bag. Yeah. She's cooking. So she she does brunch every Sunday. You know, so tomorrow is just yeah. going to be. She told me that she's just going to make me something that she knows I like. But she's been cooking for the last two months. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's cool, man. Like, I, I get my rewards daily from my kids, man. They show me so much love and affection. They they make me feel like um, I'm number one dad yeah. all year round. What's the hardest part for you about being a, a father? Like, the first thing that jumps mm-hmm. off the page? Well, just, you know, like, it's kind of like that imposter syndrome sometimes. Like, I just, I don't I don't know if I'm the guy that um pull your mic up fine knock you oh out. can right. you hear me yeah is that better i don't know if i'm the guy that um <laughs> that that it's it's supposed to make them the best that I, I should i don't know if that i'm the guy i'm saying these are the thoughts yeah sometimes i question if i'm the guy that's giving them what they need to be their best selves yeah you know as a father that's what we think about or as a parent period yeah. am i the person that is giving them everything that they need to be their best self so sometimes it's just questions about that that's what we were talking mm-hmm. about before you even got here i was like I want because me and my brother are going to kind of talk Father's Day and fatherhood because we didn't grow up with our father. Mm-hmm. And we were I was asking, her, I was like, I oftentimes wonder what kind of guy would I be if my father was in my life? Yeah. Like, I think I'm a decent mm-hmm. guy now, but right. would I be a better man if he was mm-hmm. there? Would I be worse? Would I be arrogant? Right. Would I be like, who knows? Because I know one of my best friends that I used to run with growing up. He had a two parent home. Mm-hmm. Great parents. Mm-hmm. The guy that I used to get in trouble with all the time. And I used to always wonder, like, why is he even out of here? Like, he got a two-parent home. Yeah. They had what were considered good middle-class jobs. Like, that wasn't the case. Like, neither one of my parents had, a edu- like, a college education at the time. My mom, you know, finally went back to get her master's and stuff. Right. But, like, uh, sorry about that. But it's like I came from a background to where you're supposed to fail, you know? Right. So in my mind, I'm like, I always thought about what would we be doing if my father would have been here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it's funny, too. Like, my, my father passed away when I was 21 years old. And um, and I can honestly say that while he was here, I was very careless because I knew he would always. He had your back. Yeah, he always had my back and he always put me in line. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when he passed away and I didn't have him, it really forced me to to grow up and mature. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew that like off the bat. As yeah. soon as he passed, I was like, damn, I got a man up now. <laughs> See, I think it was different for me because him not being, mine not being around made me reckless. Like when he left, I just. That's when I started being who I was, like mm-hmm. what all the stories I've told about all the shit I got into. It would happen right after he left. Yeah. I don't remember it, but people say mm-hmm. like my brother, my mom, they was like, you was a daddy's boy. And I'm like, I don't even remember it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like, I don't know how I would be. And to be a daddy's boy, I'm like, I can't even think about myself being that soft 
It's been so long since I've been soft. I'm getting back to that point. Yeah. Because I can feel it. Listening to this. Because you see, we came into John Legend. Yeah. Ooh, no, I know, right? <laughs> so it's like. Great I'm just, song. I'm just transforming, man. I think I've learned how to be a better man just from movies. Some people in my life that I, you know, that I've, yeah. you, I've talked to you and told you how I look at you and say, hey, bro. Like you, I, I like the way you're moving. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think it's important for, for us as men to give men those accolades. So, yeah, no, no, no question. I mean, we in this thing together, man. And, and nobody has all the answers. So we pull from different places, different sources. I want to pull Casey in on this one. Kate, we can jump around a little bit, but I wanted to, we could start with what I wanted to ask Casey. Mm-hmm. And then Casey, you brought something yourself that you wanted to talk about. Okay. But I saw a post on Instagram yesterday. She said, you're free to love whoever you want. Who cares what people think? Mm-hmm. You were on that episode where we talked about something like this with champagne and lipstick, where we were talking about being in high school. A lot of times you didn't date a particular girl right. because of maybe what she looked like or because a certain person slept with her. And you're like, well, I don't want to be with somebody who's sloppy somebody, seconds. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there's no such thing. Oh, okay. Nigga. And now where we go. So how what like what made you post this and what was your thought process behind it? That's a good question. I think sometimes we are so critical of ourselves. Um, and who we choose to be with, right? And so it adds another layer when you're now also concerned what other people think about it. Mm -hmm. And in Mm -hmm. this day and age, we need to be in a space where we can love whoever the fuck we want, right? Like, I mean, we only get one chance at life. (laughs) So why, why do we allow ourselves to limit who we choose to be with based off of what we think our grandmama wanted us to be with or right. Or who people think we should be with. So I've just, I wanted to remind people that it's important for you to choose who you want and don't care what other people think. I think they just got to get past that though, because like I I was talking to Casey before you got here again, bro. And I was telling her, I was like, I've been a guy like that. I dated a girl before who, you know, I was like, man, she ain't got no ass. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And not being funny. Like you get what I'm saying. Like when I said it, she was just kind of like, ah, and I understood why she said it as well. But you know what it is. Yeah. Even if a guy doesn't say it, he's going to see it and be like, damn, bro. And not being funny, how many conversations have you had maybe about somebody in your circle, not in an ill way, That's but you, you did an assessment from the last time you saw them, whether it be they gained weight, they lost weight, they dating a specific person you don't think is the best. You may go back home to your significant other and be like, yo, you know, Anthony, this new girl, I don't think it's for him. Right. It don't mean you talking Pillow about talk. me, but you may just be like, yo, this ain't, I don't, I'm not sure what he sees. He has to see something, but I ain't feeling this one. Cause I've even did, I'm like, yo, about even like famous people. I've seen them oh, be with somebody. And I'm like, to. how did that yeah, happen? That don't match. No, but, I'm guilty of that. I mean, from a female perspective, yeah. I'm definitely guilty of seeing someone and saying like, why is he how with did that her? Happen? Yeah. How, how did that happen? That's the yeah. question. How did that happen? Yeah. You know, I'm curious about that. But I, I think that what happens is as we get older and as you have certain kind of conversations, mm-hmm. you really understand that it's really about your own personal preference. It, it doesn't right. really matter what's happening outside of the circle. But yeah. but we just have so many um, external influences and in the things that we know, especially when we're young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, especially males when we're young is dictated by so many so other much. things yeah. outside of ourselves and yeah. our own preferences. But we want the best for our friends and family, right? Yes. So, yeah. I mean, if I see you with some broke down chick, I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm just gonna be like, listen, <laughs> like, so she I don't really match. would, yeah, like, I want what's best for you all, right? right? Like, every, so it's like I want to, but we shouldn't. But we're shallow in some respects yeah. with oh, no that, question. right? Because no if we're looking at the physical. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about who they are as a person? Exactly. Yeah. And I've met some great people, man. 
I've met some great people who I won't even say they weren't attractive. I was just like, I don't know if this person is aligned with where I want to go in my life. Yeah. Even sometimes it's not even about their looks. Sometimes it's about where their social status is mm-hmm. and where they plan to go. I used to be one of those people who used to say, now I don't like a gold digger, but I, I used to be one of those people that's like, why is a woman looking for this certain thing? And I've been even guilty to tell Artesia sometimes because when we were together, I struggled a lot financially, like trying to get a business going, trying to do this, like student loans and paying this back and trying to help my mom here and there and my niece and trying to do this and just going through my own battles of being laid off and for three years and not really getting back on track. And I think for the first couple of years, I never needed anything from her. You know what I'm saying? I had a a, a reserve of money from other things and, but at that point of being unemployed, it burned out. Mm-hmm. And I became like an ego stroke. To, I mean, an yeah. ego hit to be like, can you help me here? Can you help me there? Can you? Help? And she never said anything. But I remember when we uh, when we broke up, I told her, I was like, never get with a dude who's not financially stable. Right. And I said, I'm trying to be the best I can be. Like, we can talk about the social reasons why we may not be getting paid more or things are harder. Yeah, it is. It can be. But at the same time, like being the person she is and after the life she's had with me and men she may have dated before me, I told her never date mm-hmm. a motherfucker now who's not financially stable. Yeah. And it sucks to say that shit because it's great guys. I'm a great guy. But if I'm struggling financially, that's why I don't have a kid. I'm trying to build something. So my, my attention is somewhere else. But I do want to have a kid. And now I'm starting to become more financially stable. I'm doing things to be better in that aspect to where it's like, what risk are you willing to take? I don't want to be the guy that put all of this shit into it in 55. I'm at 55 and I got this, but I still mm-hmm. never had a personal life. Right. I still never had a kid. Yeah. So, you know, but you then, bring up a good point. If I, I want to say something mm-hmm. real quick about this idea of a good guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so is that enough? Like you hear people say, <laughs> it's not, oh, but he's a good guy. Good guy. You know, I mean, he's just, it's not it's like, enough. Okay. Well, what about everything else? What about his perspective on, X, Y, and Z, exactly. or what a, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a good guy. That don't mean what shit. does that mean? Like, yeah. what does yeah. that mean? Well, for me, for me in the situation, not a good guy, just saying like, I'm a good guy to good people. Meaning I am a good guy. Like my, I have solid values. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know where I want to go. And I don't play games with women. Like if you're fucking with me, you know, you know what I'm saying? I've told the situation several times to where people have come to me and they've been like, Hey, did you and Artesia still mess around? Or y'all still? Mess? <laughs> and it's like, nah, I didn't want to do that to her. She didn't want to do that to me. Like, we didn't play those games with right. each other. So for me, some dudes would break up. They'd fuck as much as they can. they still be fucking. Like, I'm not that type of guy. So when I say that, I mean just as a real person, I feel like I'm a real guy. But that's, and I work hard. And when I say financially stable, like, if we put two and two together, it'll never be a struggle. But I take risk while I'm on my own mm-hmm. because that's my life. Right. I don't have a kid. I don't have a, so I'm taking those risks now. So I still feel like, hey, if, you, if you get with me, know that that's what's going on right now. But I told her as far as a guy and looking at, hey, he's a good guy. No, no, no. He needs to be everything I just said I was for myself and financially stable. Yeah. And the thing is, once you once you get a little older, you know, things <clears> like <throat> you're a good guy. You're like, you know, I remember back in the day they used to say you either was a nice guy or you were good looking. But yeah. you weren't. You, you couldn't we're be both. You couldn't be both. Right. You know, but as you get older, you start <laughs> to look at things and you start to, I guess, examine things a little bit closer. So so if. Like there are obviously reasons why a person might not be financially stable. Exactly. So you have to look at those reasons. Is it because they're bad with money? They make bad decisions, this, that, and the other, or is it just circumstance? You know, so you have to be able Mm -hmm. to tell or be able to to determine in my relationship, you know, is this a deal breaker or is this not a deal breaker? This have to do with this person's decision making or the circumstance and, and make decisions from there. But I agree with you because as we get older, 
um, you know, life looks a little bit different and being financially stable is, is very, very important. Yeah. Not, not only just to have money to have stuff, but it's like, you know, at some point, What's, what's life going to look like after you stop working and doing all that yeah. other stuff? Yeah. It made you me think I mean? about that uh, part on Martin where Cole was like, I think they asked him about having money in the bank. He was like, money in the bank? He said, I spend all my money, so my mind is free. <laughs> right. oh, See, that's our, that's our problem right there. That's our problem. He's like, I, spend, spend, spend. I just take care of everything save. and I spend my money. I don't worry about nothing else. Oh. That's not the good way to be. <laughs> but so, you, it's not about potential. So no. I've been guilty of choosing men who i mean they just i saw their potential though you know it's what dangerous. i mean like i have a big heart it's more dangerous for females it is it we don't, we don't do shit at potential at 32 it had 30 <laughs> to 32 it has to stop it does you I I, I've, I've even told me and her had the conversation with people that we knew that were dating people and we was and i remember telling her i was like how long are you living on potential That's like right. you can say anthony has the potential but if he's not getting closer to that potential year by year like some people got potential but those ideas never take off they never risk anything. They never move. And I told a guy the other day, you might as well do what you want to do. Because if you do it for five years, you'll be a little bit further or a little bit closer to your goal. But if you just mm-hmm. think about it or you give up early and you never do anything, you'll just be the same motherfucker working a nine to five job five <laughs> right. years later. Right. Exactly. exactly. And, and that's living on potential. In college, it's a good time to think about potential, right? right? But yes. we carry that into our 20s and 30s. And it's like, wait a minute. I mean, what is someone really their what is their real capacity mm. like you have to understand what that is yeah right and you know the other thing about that is like you know we don't really get too deep with these words like we're, we're yeah, growing now so when know. like if i say something in this group y'all gonna be like what do you mean by that frank so when you talk about this mm-hmm. whole thing of people having potential that looks different for each individual it does. so what does what does it mean when you say hey well he has potential well what does that exactly mean for you yeah. mm-hmm. what do you see that he can become what is his capacity that works and aligns with your life yeah because that's going to be different from me and you yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah so we have to get people to understand how important it is to really be able to identify those things and look at yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. like when you like when you're giving grace and mercy or you're not giving grace and mercy <laughs> Look at yourself in the mirror, right. which goes back to the part where I wanted to talk about Kev on stage. How he was paying homage to his wife. I don't know if you saw it this week. I didn't where see he it. posted a picture and he was just talking about how beautiful she was and how smart she was. And then he posted pictures of himself <laughs> on the couch. Oh, God. And he was like, what did he say? Look at this. Uh, uh, yeah. Melted ice cream, you know, and it was his stomach, you know, and he was just laying. He was like, look at me. Look at me. He was like, yeah, I work hard. Yeah, I do uh, great stuff. He was like, but she doesn't have to be with me. She could be with a better looking person. She could be doing way better than me. Then he went back to her. He was like, look at her. She's not just cheekbones and a smile. She's not that collarbone. And he just <laughs> named all the intellectual property that she has and all the things that she's done to start the business and whatever else. And he was just like, overall, it was just saying, guys, look at yourself. Look at your wife mm-hmm. or your girlfriend mm-hmm. and really ask yourself, do mm-hmm. you fucking even deserve her? Right. Like, if we're being honest, if we're doing the scales of one to ten, if we're talking about <laughs> where you're supposed to be in life and all of this shit, if we're just, like, all the shit we expect of women, like, let's add up the nigga's dick size. If you add up all these <laughs> things the niggas are out here asking for, do you even measure up to the woman that you're looking for? Right. And most yeah. of these niggas are not. What I know a lot of them. You know, what do you bring to the table? For real. What do you bring to the table? Yeah. And yeah. that's something that has to be reassessed over time. So long-term relationships, like, what you brought back in 1997 yeah, when we were teenagers I mean, did you level yeah. up in those 10 years right, right. so where right. are we where, where were we? you in 2005 and where are you in 2020 yeah but but how many of those in relationships now again we're in a mature situation we all are very mature individuals we've been through relationships and all that 
So we understand the importance of having certain kind of discussions. Yeah. But how many of those discussions are actually happening in relationships? How many discussions between guys and their females mm-hmm. is like, hey, baby, um, you know, just give me an assessment real quick. Yeah. Give me a, give me a 360 evaluation. How am I doing? You got to ask those questions. You do. But who's doing that, though? I, I've done that. Happens. Yeah. I've I mean, done. some of us are. I've done that quite a bit. Like, even if I'm having <laughs> sex, I'm like, is there anything I can do better? Oh, yeah. Or is there anything I can do different? Right. Like, yeah. you got to be new. okay with asking that you shit. Do. Like, you have to be. And you got to be that's ready for the maturity. answer, too, when you and when you ask that question. Ego, right. that's ego. That, yeah. well, that's what I'm it's saying. Like, that, the ego is definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. But that maturity aspect to me in these kind of situations yeah. helps with that. Yeah. You know, you got to be mature about this. Like, if you really want to know and you want to yeah. be better, then you're going to take that mess. Yeah. yeah, you you got to be able to learn something. Because I'll, I'll give a prime example. Last week, me and Artesia, after the episode we did last week, we, we didn't get into it, but we had a quick little snafu. <laughs> And I was just like chilling with her at the crib. And uh, we was talking about, I don't know what we were talking about. And some came, oh, I was, it was something that was supposed to be done. And I was like, yo, it was supposed to happen then. You said it, this is when it was going to happen, whatever. I was like, I'm telling you. We didn't, both of us were kind of like unsure, but I thought I was right. She acted like she was cool with it. But because I know her, she wasn't. So as the, the conversation dies down, she picks up a phone and she's going through it. Swipe, swipe, swipe. I said, are you fucking looking to try and see if you said she's what you think you said to make sure you was right? Because it's that important to be fucking right to be as right. opposed to having the conversation right. to make this better, resolve it and chill. So I was like, I'm going to get my shit and I'm going to go ahead and go. I said, you've gotten better yeah. from when we was together because you didn't say nothing. But I know you. So I knew when she picked up that goddamn phone and specked the gadget, I knew what the fuck she was doing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to holler at you. I'm going to go home and I'm going to roll me a blunt and I'm going to chill on and I'll check on you tomorrow. Now, because we're so cool, I hit her up and we talked like an hour later. It was resolved. She bust out laughing. I was like, but I knew that's what you, she's like, how you know? I said, was that what you was doing? She's like, right. it was. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. She's like, I'm getting better, but I just, it don't matter who's right or who's wrong. Let's just figure out what's making it, what can make this situation better for the here and now and keep it moving. Because I could have been wrong. It wasn't even about that for me. It was yeah. just saying, hey, somebody dropped the ball. It could have been me or you. I think this is what you said. But she was just like, she was like, well, I got to figure out so I can be right. Well, she right. was looking for some data. I'm well, that's, sure. That's what she does. Right? I, we mean, know but that. I mean, in general. But, right? but she did say I, she was, she acknowledged. Yeah, that. she acknowledged. A, and that's important. why I say we talked about it. And yeah. it, like I said, it wasn't about it being bad. But and when you talk about communication, sometimes you have to be willing to have a, um, the conversation and be willing to agree to disagree. Because yes. if you're going, you going into the, to the fight just saying, I got to be right, mm-hmm. you'll argue forever. And it'll be a it'll come it'll turn into something that's not even worth fighting for. Right. And because and because we're we're all kind of thinkers in here. Of course. We're gonna find a way that we are right. Of we're gonna course. find an angle. Mm. I'm guilty of it. Yeah, yeah. Me to too. justify whatever Me the thinking too. is. Like we can all do that. So that means that the argument actually really never ends because we both have points on our side. True. <laughs> you had another what was the other mm. thing that you, you said you wanted to talk about? Because we I brought some I brought that one to you, but toxic relationships. That's what it was. Yes. Oh, boy. So I know. Listen, here's the challenge with toxic relationships is I feel like people are in toxic relationships and they have a hard time leaving. Right. One. And then the other aspect is identifying and admitting that the things that are happening are actually toxic. Yes. Because we make excuses for them. Oh, my God. Like I just. Yeah. Like I was thinking about it and I was reflecting on my relationship history and I really was having a conversation with myself, like Casey, you, you really made excuses for some niggas. Yeah, like, man. Like, why, why did you do that? Do you like, know what? why? <laughs> do you? 
That's the question. Because I wanted to believe yeah. that yeah, the person wouldn't be or do what they were doing, yeah. right? I wanted to believe in the love. I wanted to believe in the relationship. And I think I also, also look at their background, right? And yeah. say, well, I mean, they didn't have their daddy or, you know, they had a rough upbringing. Excuse, yeah. So <laughs> they're doing the best they can. And yeah. I'm here to save the day. Yeah. And that's a problem. Because I had my cape on way too many. Listen, I can't. Isn't that ego too, though? Yeah. Yeah. I I was listen, I was in in a relationship like that. And this, and and I'm telling you, like 70% of the time everything was Gucci. That 30% of the time it was like, oh my God. But but in my mind, I was like, well, the more time she spends with me, the better she gonna be. That's what the thinking was. Yes. The more time she spends with me, the the better better she'll be. That'll be the name of the podcast. Man, and I'm telling you, I had a rude awakening when I got to the point where I was like, oh, she's not going to change. This this ain't about being with me. That's going to make her better. It's just who that person is. This is who she is. Yeah. I had to come to that realization. That's how I was was with the girl. That's That's how I was with the girl that I told you about that broke my heart when I first moved here. Like, the the way I got over her was like, it was just, I kept seeing you. She was just a repeat offender <laughs> a habitual oh, no. line stepper so it was like i saw that, I love that. even with other yeah, even stepper. with other people like even in other you relationships and i was just ways, like yeah. yo and even when she would offer to you know try to work it out i want i'm like i ain't i can't do this shit you fine but yeah. i can't do this shit yeah, and that goes got? to one of those things mm-hmm. to where now in dating i definitely don't look for the looks because yeah. the ones who are the prettiest first of all my in my opinion in my experience the okay, most beautiful girls hold on hold the on. most beautiful girls over time Mm. have been the most insecure mm. in my opinion mm. for whatever reason i have no idea yeah. they are yeah, oftentimes right? not the best in bed sexually Ooh, I, if if they you're yeah, right yeah they're not the best because mm. niggas have come in and treated mm. them like a toy, a toy so right. they use them, them and up, use them right, how they right, want right, to yeah, yeah. and they ain't gotta they not exposed to not being able to ride they ain't exposed to these things you know what i'm saying yeah, because some yeah. dudes just look and be like i'm just i got a bad bitch giving me head right what her head like right, right you know how many girls i met that talk about a skill because niggas have hyped them up, mm-hmm. and then you get Trash. that, and you uh, early, Trash. and you can't do can't none of this y'all. stuff that he yeah. that you, you talk about. You got the head in and they gagging. And that's, that's, what, you what is you talking about? about? Who, what about that text you said? What like? is you talking about? I don't even know what the texture of your tongue feel like. So, oh, goodness. beautiful women are the ones that are not what people think they are cracked that's up so to be. So general. Okay, okay, hold on. Not hold on. not all of them, but a lot of them are not what people think they are. You're going to have the therapist. That looks alone. No, actually, I'm coming from a personal place. Okay, here we go. I agree. Okay. To some respect, right? right? So I feel like some of my girlfriends who I feel are gorgeous mm-hmm. are often the ones who are more conservative mm-hmm. in bed, right? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I ain't doing all that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just lay, like, I'm not. I'm like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what. Oh, because they feel like their beauty and the fact that they are on the arm of somebody else right, suffice. is enough. Oh, like enough. they're getting a lot right now. And that's horrible. That is horrible. And that's why you get that situation where you see, we talked about earlier when you see that good looking, handsome brother with a regular girl. That's, that's why. Because mm-hmm. that regular girl, just like an average ass nigga, she's can be real. made up. Yeah. And she's real. She's right. real. And she's good in bed. And right. she's willing to wait on you hand and foot, not because of her race, not because of her looks, not because of anything. That's because who she is. Because she wants to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Authenticity. It's her. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I feel yeah. like some of the women who, they rely on their look. Thank you for joining the reality. Yes. Right. Man, no, seriously, they rely on their important. looks. And so because yes. of that, they're not authentic. Yes. Because and that it, just fucks everything just, up. They're in a role. 
They're gonna mm-hmm. roll. They're, they're I love position. the beautiful women who are authentic. Exactly. Like, yeah. That Cardi B is one of them people mm-hmm. that like she can be annoying, but I like how she's she annoying. Act. But but you know, I, but I, I get, I, I get mad at her. Like that's she's, what I'm saying. She's authentic. She's authentic. I respect authenticity. Her she doesn't say it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, authentic is relative. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. About what, what, what are we talking about right now? I'm sorry. That no. was from a place of. <laughs> Cause I want her boobs, but I just will not lay. I yeah. won't. I can't do it. it. I can't do it. I like the natural. I, I like the natural. I need woman. to have my own. Yeah. But there's a Come part. On, Casey, of my, there's a part of me that's like, dang. Yeah. I just want them to sit up a little bit. Right, like a 22 year old person. Be their own. Mine person. have been through some things. <laughs> I breastfed my child. That's like a badge I need to accept. You have to. I know. Uh, you have to. Like I, I don't think I think women worry about that more than guys. Like women, I think men have mm-hmm. an appreciation equally for all types of bodies. Not a, not all. But the social time, media though. doesn't tell us not, that, not all right? The time, so think about what message do women get? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see these Instagram models, right, and all the attention that they get from men—the big ass, it. the little waist, the. I mean, that—that's a question that I have. Okay. Since you, you know, we have a sure. female perspective here. You know, how much of because we hear about Instagram models and stuff yeah. like that all the time, but we're guys and we talking. You know, what we saying? How much, just in your opinion, mm-hmm. dealing with yourself personally or people that you know? How much of a conversation is that about how Instagram models and and social media models affect? women's like day-to-day lives regarding how they post how they feel about themselves things like that Mm. so I think it depends on the individual um I think women in general use their body as a tool Mm -hmm. um and they see the the response that these other women get the likes because people are chasing likes Mm -hmm. right that feeds their ego that gives them some sense of reassurance yeah. and validation. Right. Um, and I did a post about that actually not too long ago <laughs> about being in a space of maybe you're not having a good day and then you rush. I'm guilty of it. Rush to my DMS to get like some validation real quick. Oh, rush, girl, yeah. you beautiful. Yeah. You right, this, right, you right. sexy. And yeah. that is so dysfunctional. But niggas don't really now niggas may do that. Like <laughs> I tell so people, dysfunctional. you know how it's like the, the pretty boy models with the shirts off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's the equivalency of like it the is. Instagram model. Yeah. But what I don't see is like, you don't see regular guys like me and like you versus a lot of girls that may post something. Like I've talked about it last mm-hmm. week where I was like, if a girl try to holler at me in my DMS, like I may read the message, but I've never like chopped it up with a girl in the DMs. First of all, it doesn't happen like you think it does. Right. I remember Artesia, I always used to be like, oh, I know your DMs be jumping. And I'm like, no, they don't. Right. I don't know for whether it's whatever, but no, they don't. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people be thinking that happens. So for me, I've never ran to social media mm-hmm. for validation because it, I may post some one day that's funny and 200 some people like it. And the next it may be three. Right, like, right. but girls, they post, if you look pretty, oh, it don't God. even matter what the fuck you're saying. Somebody's matter. watching it. So it's like oh, you yeah. getting likes for no work <laughs> and somebody can literally put work in and it's like, but I stopped that shit a long time ago when I really figured out how Instagram was. It's just like, okay. Yeah. But you know, the other thing about it is as men, um, I, I try to talk to women about this because I think that they, we always see things from our own perspective. Yeah. So I think women see things when they look at guys, they, they look at it the same way they look at themselves. So as far as like the DMs and things like that, I try to tell women all the time, you got to understand for the most part, 
uh, our DMs are only going to be jumping if we set the shit up like that. Yeah. If we sure. only if we it's respond strategic. to things yeah. like that, so. if we interact with people like yeah. men have to set up our DMs. That that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If a woman sends me a message, I have to engage in order for that to continue. Very true. And then that happens with other women. Like that's just kind yeah. of the profile of my my situation. Yeah. But when we don't respond to stuff like that, yeah. it's not just constant, constant, Very constant. Because people recognize, oh, he ain't the one to be doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it on the main page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, that's a good point. But a lot of do I think it's but men are more like they just more carefree. Like they'll jump in your DMs, they'll post a post. Like you have women that do it, but women will do that (laughs) shit more so. I think for like famous people, like men will jump on a girl's thing, you know. But like just regular everyday people, like women ain't really doing that. If you're just a regular guy, mm-hmm. you may get googly eyes here and there or something like that. But like, they ain't going to just flood your shit. Like you said, you can go through <laughs> cases and I'm sure you'll see it. Yeah. So sure. it's just, it's That's easier true. for women. That's just what it is. That's I true. Agree. But when I you agree. scroll through and you see a big booty, I'm just saying, like, do you like it? I don't. Well, not because. Like, what does that mean to you? It, it, I mean, that's at, what I'm saying. At this point. Right. I actually would literally start dismissing shit because I don't want my shit filled up with that. Right. And it, as, like, why as, do as I sexual as I am, I right. don't like seeing it because I'm like, yeah. what makes you better than the next girl? Mm-hmm. Like, it's always ass. It's always mm-hmm. the same poses. It's always the same shit. That's and it's like, what makes you better than the next? If everybody looks the same, you might as well get you a plain Jane. Look, like like the great, you know, orator Kanye West said, <laughs> pussy can't be your only hustle. It can't. I mean, no. what else you got? Everybody can't this, be no Naomi Russell. Look. <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is, but my God. I do. Okay. I do. Ooh. All right. Naomi Russell. <laughs> One of the fattest, fattest asses on a white girl in porn fattest back in the uh, 90s, in the early 2000s. The 90s. That's what he threw back when he went with that shit. Boy. Man, you got to have more than that these days. Everybody got pictures. Come on now. Yeah. That shit's getting out of. It, well, but what's really sexy? Like a big ass or. Someone who's intellectual, somebody who you can connect with, somebody who I like those things. That's a great question, and I, I, I need to be in person. To, I'd love to answer. I'd love to have that question answered for each one of y'all. Anthony Roberts, what? How, how do you gotta define? call my whole? Know, oh, I, I apologize. That sounded so aggressive. I'm, look, it just block you should, it. I, if you would have said freeze after that, I, I would have said nigga, the police, Rockman. What? How do you Anthony define Roberts. sexy? Ooh, hmm. what? Do you, how do you? Ooh, how do you define? I want to hear this sexy. response. Honestly, hmm. I mean, it has to be a vibe for me. Like a lot of people, uh, I, it's it's hard to explain it. It's just like somebody saying, "What's your type of woman?" Yeah. I don't have a type. Right. It just right. has to be something that I see about them. It you can easily mm-hmm. say, "Oh, the way she walks, the way." Yeah. That ain't for me though. Like, I you it's want a girl who has a sexy walk, but it has to be something else that makes me feel like, "Yo, it's something sexy about her." It can even be something as simple if a girl is at my house doing something in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. bring it like, even if it's one of those things where I'm sitting there and I just finished a drink, you know what's some sexy to me is that person just picking that shit up and making my walk, my day carefree by taking shit, cleaning up after me and me doing the same for her. If she comes in and mm-hmm. she drops her shoes on the floor or if you say, hey, I need you to take the trash out, baby, you know, and when she gets back, it's done. Women know what it's like to be with a lazy motherfucker. Oh, no question. To do the and simple so do things makes a woman sexy. Yeah. If you come into my house consistently, pick up one of my shirts. It may not be your fucking shirt, but throw it in the dirty clothes hamper. And maybe my, you didn't put it there. Maybe you up. didn't, but it's doing that. It's doing those simple things, bro. The act it's of, just simple shit like that. It sounds like one of your love languages is acts of service. It, it is. Sounds like in a lot of ways. Like and touch. We said this on the, on the on live yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah, I said yeah, they go hand in hand with sex. Indeed. Exactly. Beautiful. What's what? sexy to you? No, 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 no. Twin? No, 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 you no, no, no. Wait a minute. This is I'm my sure question. you were born before me. This, no. I mean, I know it was the same day, same date, same. Listen. What time of day was it? 8.42. Mine was 8.13. A.M. Oh. What is right. sexy? Define sexy, <laughs> Aquarian. 
See? Okay, so it's simple. Confidence is hella sexy to me. Um, somebody who knows who they are, right? Like that. I mean, it's part of se- it's part of confidence, mm-hmm. but there's something about a man who is very um, self-reflective, mm. right? So they might not have, you know, this chiseled body, which I I have to admit, I realize that I'm kind of more like a guy than females. Like I'm visually, I'm stimulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe you don't have all of that, but you walk into a room and command attention, right. but not from a egotistical place mm-hmm. right because i can't stand a guy who just thinks they fine right, right. oh i can't think they fine oh yeah. Mm, yeah. no i'm not and y'all can tell the difference with oh that. yeah it's so obvious <laughs> it's, it's disgusting so, oh it's so obvious um i think sexy to me is anticipating my needs mm. that's big that's sexy that's kind of what i'm that's kind of yeah. see okay. she says it better that's what i'm talking about yeah somebody yeah, who does the things before you <laughs> right, they just know it. right yeah. Right. And, and, and that's sexy. And, and that's the thing about that is it's again, it's very an individual thing. Yeah. It is. Because what what, yeah. what what I might consider something like that is gonna be this particular act. Yeah. Sure. But it might be different for you. You know what yeah. I mean? So that that's kinda like how I define it is that I'm definitely into people who are confident yeah. and they are they are good living their truth and being their authentic self. Yeah. And then when it comes to I just love women who pay attention. Mm-hmm. All the little minute details. Attention, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna get my attention if you're paying attention yeah. because not everybody does. We're so distracted by so many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a woman who pays attention, I'm into that. Yeah. And do I want mm-hmm. just somebody who does like outside of sex? Like you know how you speak about sex. You say you want somebody to enjoy doing the things that they're doing to you. Right. The same thing. That's huge. Like yeah. I, I like a, I've dated a few women, very few women, that like take pride in just making sure that. They put a smile on my face, whether it be sexually, whether it's the food they cook, mm-hmm. whether it's like if they do do something, they doing it with love. Like right. I had somebody clean my place up one time. I had that bitch smelling spick and span. <laughs> like I was like, yo, I was expecting you just to straighten up. Like not, not whole she clean. She was trying p- too hard. No, that's no, just no, somebody no. who know what they want to do and got their shit done. And it was mm, something that came naturally for her. something from that. Right. right. Well. I ain't mad at her. I, I mean, I'm like a clean house. No, it's okay. All right, let me not go there. Well, women always do that. <laughs> I know we do. Women will shit. nitpick everything apart, and that's what goes back to why uh, dudes. Why it goes back to the thing I was saying <laughs> earlier, where it's like people you don't date a certain person because you like when your friends start being like, "Well, this ain't this and this ain't that," you be like. Well, damn, maybe it ain't. Right. But it, you true. fucking up my energy of why true. I felt that that's way. Start questioning but we, I mean, and I've even done that too. Like you'll hear somebody say something, you be like, "All right, bro, if you feel that way." And that's all it takes. And then a nigga, he that's may not true. say it, but that's your homeboy can be like, damn, that nigga didn't approve. Like, I like, I fuck with him. He ain't approving of this. Right. So I just keep my mouth closed on certain shit. Yeah, a whole lot of shit. Like, yeah, like, when like, people I'm, ask me this or that, I, I'm hey, bro, a, I this is know. This is my thing. I'm on some live and let live type of shit. Yeah. Live mm-hmm. and let live, man. I thought mm-hmm. you had something else to say. That was I it. did no, no, no. too. I was that's like, it. where is he going no, with no, this? Live and let live. I'm just saying, like, it's, if you love, if you like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a person that you're with. Okay. And I think that when we're younger, we have a little bit more of a, an open opinion about things. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I think that also if we're in these kind of relationships, if we see like, hey, man, this this person's not good for you, man, because I love you yeah. and I see what's happening. And th- these are some concerns. So we got to talk about it. Yeah. But in the end, you know, I'm really on some live and let live. If you love them then, and that's good for you yeah. and your household and what your needs yeah. are. Then you know that then it's cool. But I do think if you are a friend, you should be able to voice if you feel a concern right. about a no person question. that somebody's dating. No question. Because honestly, even if you see that, they may be able to give you some insight to why you see what you see 
and reassure you that it's nothing. Or they may be able to come to you and say, you know what? I noticed that too. So if you noticed it and I noticed it, maybe I need to look into this. Right. Okay. So let me ask a follow up (laughs) question then. So if your boy's girl is hitting on you or kind of giving you some Some vibes, are you going to tell him? No, I've had that happen several times. I ain't saying I ain't getting into that. Cause she's gonna deny the whole thing, even if she, I know. Like you're gonna look like an idiot. Hey, mm. hey, bro, I think your girl. I that's, don't know, bro. That's feel, a tough position. Like I feel a vibe. Only way you can tell something is if that motherfucker make a move. She gotta make a move. You can I fuck me okay, all day. Okay, so if she I, makes a move, but then she you'll gotta say make something. a move. If she make a move, I'm definitely saying something. Okay. I need to get back to him before she get to him. Yeah. Because exactly. if I turn her down, that story ain't gonna no be telling. different. Yeah, I need to get to him. <laughs> I'm talking about soon as he gets to him. That's tough. Man. <laughs> I'm talking about soon as yeah. I'm running straight. I'm texting him. I'm like, listen, bro. You, hey, you need to hear this, man. Yeah, that's hard. That's a, that's a what that's a think? hard. Well, I mean, it's just a hard position. I think it's, it just depends on what yeah. what exactly is being done. Yeah. But right. like, a part of me feels like I need to let them know, like, yo, I'm I'm not really comfortable with the way you 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 know handling Girl, me like, right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's my dude over there and whatever. You well, gotta get so away. Now we got a whole nother problem. Ooh, you gotta get now away. we got a whole nother problem. Especially if it's on some old, I could treat it better than I could oh, treat you better shoot. than he can. Yeah. Uh oh. You know that's just has, that's happened. Uh oh. Yeah. That's, that's why you just gotta stay away. That's trouble. I don't want nobody. Like I've even had situations mm. like anytime it's like a girl and I know somebody that talk to him or whatever and they give. I don't need your number. Mm-mm. No no no. You know what? How much time we got, man? Five you, five minutes. Well, you know I, the conversations that I wanted to have or just kind of get y'all opinion mm-hmm. on is. Related to this regarding how, like as a guy, Mm -hmm. how comfortable are you with your female becoming friends with your friends? Mm. Like the girl? Yeah. I I mean, your your girlfriend being friends with your guy friends. I think I would be okay with that because, first of all, I don't really have any guy friends. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I do have, like, I mean, like, it's like you. Mm -hmm. So it's like... (laughs) It's right. you. It's people I would trust. So it ain't, it wouldn't be a problem. And I feel like I've always, I've never picked women that don't have class or some kind of moral ethics or right. well, care enough about themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some women, mm-hmm. like they just do whatever. I got a, well, we ain't got time. But I, feel, <laughs> so I got a story I could have told you about. I'll give you an unethical story real quick. So I had this chick um, trying to get me to sleep with her on camera. And I was like, well, you never, you know, and I pre or prior rendezvous, you never did. You never wanted this. Now you want it. So I asked the right questions. And after a while, I figured that she wanted me to fuck on camera to give it or have it shown to a guy that she was fucking with. Mm. She was like, well, you know, you were somebody I messed with. I enjoyed doing it. We have great chemistry. And I was like, I ain't fucking. She was going to use you. Yeah, on camera. And I said, who the fuck do you think I am to be used for another nigga to watch the shit. Well, later on, needless to say, she told me, but she found somebody else, didn't tell him, had sex with him on camera. Oh, no. The guy was in the other room that wanted this to happen. When he left, the other guy came in and smashed right after this guy. I oh. said, so basically, you got a train ran on you. Yeah, pretty much. That ain't the kind of woman I want to be with no. or be around or mm-hmm. deal with. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging. That's your That's thing. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, if your hole has been stretched, do you think I'm supposed to dive right into that thing? All warm and wet from something else? Listen, some people. That's crazy. Into, people are into different things, man. And that's why I said, if that's him, that's him. I just told her that ain't my cup that's of tea. Not your thing. But if that shit would have happened to me, I'm letting you know it would have been a problem. <laughs> So I'm good. You just got to be careful out here, man. No, you, you do. do have and that's why careful. I tell people all the time, I don't just fuck with anybody because you never know. I used to know a nigga that every time he fucked a girl, he had a camera. 
in his shit. Man, I was recording just, I the shit. I was just pissed. talking about it. I yeah. would be pissed. I know some if people you didn't like get that my too. consent, if you did not Listen. ask me. Yeah, I know people that got V. I mean, not mind you, this is like in the nineties. Because uh, you said V, I knew you v, said VHS, VHS tapes. <laughs> V- listen, VHS tapes, hidden camera, VHS oh, that's tapes. I mean, a catalog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's oh, how it was. That is that. horrible. That is mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, man. I remember in high school one time. I won't say no names, but and you know the person. And I remember the guy. I went over his house before. Um, I went over his house before we went to high school. And he was like, "Yo, I got so and so coming over." He's like, "She coming in? Get in the closet." He didn't tell me what was going on. He just she was there. I got in the closet. I'm looking through the closet and sure enough, after a while, I saw the camera recording in his dresser drawer and I saw like she started giving the guy head. I'm just sitting in the closet like, what, what the fuck am do? I supposed to be doing? Yeah. Right. I waited until he was do? done. What else am I supposed to do? I Walk out? I just watched and waited. Listen, let me tell you one weird When I saw story. what was going on, I was like, yo, I'm just, I, what the fuck's happening around here? So let and me then see. when I saw the person was close, somebody close to me, I'm like, oh, what's man. going on? It wasn't nobody oh. that I messed with. Oh. It was just like a close homegirl. And I'm like, yes. I was like, Damn. Yeah, you didn't even want to be involved you in that shit. Did you? you didn't no, tell her. I, never, I still don't. Uh, yeah. And so, I still talk to the person to this day. So, my weird situation was I had a, a friend <laughs> that I knew from back in the day, back in Rhode Island. And um, and he moved here. And we were we, we kicking it one day. He was like, yo, well, come to the spot or whatever. I came to the spot. And then this bro put on a, a video recording of him blazing another chick. And I was sitting there like, why am I why watching, watching this, this shit together? with you? <laughs> why? Yes. I didn't understand why I was there. Like, what? Yo, turn yeah. this shit off, bro. I don't want to so, see this shit. So it was one of your homeboys watching himself smash With another girl. Yeah, we were watching niggas and together. Watching. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Y'all niggas was intimate <laughs> like a motherfucker. And we weren't. Was y'all like, holding hands? Because <laughs> that's some close shit. Did Needless you turn to it say, off that was, yeah, something? that was the last time that we hung Did out. Did you hung out? Yeah. I was like, I wonder what his motive was. I'm curious, but not mm. that curious. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. All right, man. We got to wrap it up. We got one more episode after this, man. I want to say thanks, Frank, for coming out. Yes, sir. Thanks, Spider, for running the boards. Thanks, Miss Casey Polite, for coming out. We got more of this to come, man. This is our first time semi-somewhat together. Semi-somewhat. Yeah, we got some more going on. We got some more stuff coming up. So next. Mr. Big Dreams. No tolerance. Cut you at the house and have a holler since. Get bored quickly. He stayed grown, so the P.A. Tron had to get poor quickly. Ex-girl stripping. I can't stop her. New girl tripping, but I can't drop her. Because I need something to balance out the fact that it's hard to find a woman when you talented and black. When you holler. And labels and they silencing you back right. Cause you fail to thoroughly discuss some violence in your track Well, gunshot for the young guy owner See, there's everybody else Then there's one top loner First place is often the worst place But fuck it, I love it here I call it my birthplace Whenever I walk in They making the worst face Surrounded by Filipinos I think of the worst case Watch on green diamonds I call it the earth face I'm getting your cake I tell you how your dessert tastes I get a dessert plate Y'all eat pedigree as your male I've been Urkel for some years It's better be on the next episode of the reality is and then anthony looks at me and just bites the ice cream come in front of me but when you <laughs> do right. that's what he did and so as a little kid that like breaks your heart it's like you know what i'm saying Man, so i think that was the beginning of um I don't even know what to call it. I had baby rage. I say that. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. You got baby rage. You got to put that the in the first five That's what babies. it was. <laughs> uh. Talk. 
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.